0: Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 277. And I thought today's episode, it would be kind of fun just to extend Socialette's birthday week by a couple of days and celebrate again with some big takeaways that I've shared over the last 277 episodes or the last two years. Because There's been a lot of information, guys. Like, I know some of you have literally listened to every single podcast episode, and I don't know how you've done it because I haven't even listened to every single podcast episode. But honestly, like, if you've, if you've listened to every episode, like, wow, I am so grateful for you. That is amazing. And anyway, so in this episode, I'm going to share 30 of the biggest takeaways that I've shared in the last two years. And I mean, like there are so many other things. I could have probably written out 300 takeaways. But look, I think these are like the biggest truth bombs. These are the things that are going to have the biggest impact on your business or your life or your podcast or your digital product launch. So without any further ado, let's jump in. So takeaway number one, all the marketing budget won't sell a product that nobody wants. Two, your marketing is never done. Quote, unquote, done. (laughs) Three, you can have all the followers or website visitors or email subscribers in the world, but that doesn't matter. The one number that really matters is your profit. If you're not making money and if you're not making a profit, then you're not going to be in business for long. Four, if your marketing feels difficult, confusing, overwhelming, or exhausting, then something isn't right. It should feel like it flows with ease. Five, if you're approaching every Instagram post with a, how can I use this to sell kind of mentality, then you're missing out on so many other benefits that Instagram can have on your business. Benefits like building trust and connection with your audience. Six, Instagram is a great way to market your business, but it shouldn't be the only way you market your business. Seven, The right people won't be painful customers or clients. If you only seem to be attracting the painful ones, you're probably getting something wrong with your messaging or you're trying to reach the wrong people. You're not reaching those right people that you want to reach. Eight, when things go wrong in your business, rather than freaking out and climbing into bed and drinking wine, just focus on taking that next little step and then the next step, and then the next, and then suddenly it doesn't all seem so bad anymore. Nine, there are going to be business ruts. We can't be super productive, super creative, and super inspired every single day. Ten, when you invest in yourself, you step up. When you get something for free, you don't really value it. Whereas when you actually pay for something, it's like, okay, now I'm invested in this, I have to do it. And I've seen this time and time again when I've invested in, you know, things like coaching, group courses, anything where there's a little bit of money on the line, I'm so much more committed to actually taking action. 11 You can brainstorm and guess what's going on in your audience's heads all you like, but until you actually get out there in front of your audience and talk to them, you have no idea what they're thinking. Twelve. You can have the best idea that's going to change the world and change people's lives, but if it's in your head, it's not helping anyone. To impact people, you first have to get that idea out of your head and then create it and launch it. Thirteen. The power of a launch is that it can grow your audience super quickly. It can position you as an authority really quickly, whether that's you as a person or you as a brand. And it can kind of, it can help by bringing in a really nice hit of cash as well, which allows you to then invest back into your business to keep growing it further and to impact even more people. 14. Selling is how we make money in our businesses. Whether or not you think you're in the business of sales, you're in the business of sales. So you have to learn to love it. 15. Launching to a small audience is actually a good thing. It means you can launch before things are 100% perfect. You can listen to their feedback and you can make it even better. 16. You are not too expensive. Just because some people in your audience can't afford it, and as a side note, the ones who can't afford it tend to be the most vocal ones too, just because there's some people who can't afford it doesn't mean there aren't some people in your audience who would pay for you, who would pay that amount, right? Seventeen, when you tell yourself that you're just a small business owner, you stay just a small business owner. You make decisions from the place of being a small business owner rather than from a bigger business owner, you know? Eighteen. Relaunching something old can be a great little cash flow booster into your business. 19. This one's actually from a book uh, from Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it is, Your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. One extra task completed each day adds up to a lot. Another one from a book, this one from Rework by Jason Freed. Ideas are cheap and plentiful. Until you start making something, your brilliant idea is just an idea and everyone has ideas. The real question is how well you execute. 21. Not every product or service solves a problem, but it's a heck of a lot easier to sell one that does. 22. Launching helps you to become the go-to person in your space. By consistently showing up for your audience and delivering them value and sharing a different perspective to everyone else out there in your industry, your audience will begin to see you as the authority or the expert. They'll start to look to you for your recommendations and your advice. 23. Launching grows your audience a heck of a lot quicker than any other tactics. Every time that I've seen a spike in Instagram followers or an email subscribers, it's always been during a launch. 24. A big part of your pre-launch is educating your audience. Often they don't realize that they need what you're selling or maybe what they think they need isn't what they actually need. 25. A digital product can be an excellent way of helping lots of people at scale. Now think about it. If you create an online course, whether you sell it to 10 people or 100 people, that's not going to really significantly impact the amount of work you have to do because the, the course is already created. 26. If your launch flopped, the best way to find out why is to ask your audience. Seriously, four little words. Why didn't you buy? You will get so many people responding and the, the insight that you get from it will be golden. 27. Your online course shouldn't be about proving how much you know, but rather proving how quickly and reliably you can get people from point A to point B. 28 you have some magic inside you. It needs to be shared with the world. And if you're playing small and not stepping into the spotlight, you're limiting the number of people you can impact. 29. Know who your brand is for and don't be afraid to repel some people. And lastly, number 30, Don't just focus on where you want to be in five years' time, but also make sure you're enjoying the day-to-day work. It means accepting all of the ups and downs as part of the process that that's going to get you to where you want to be. It's not about just the destination. So on that note, guys, that is it for this episode. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get notified every time I release a new episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you're enjoying the show, I really do appreciate a quick rating and a review. Like always, I read them all. It means a lot to me, guys. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.